What is up? Welcome back to the GOAT Podcast. I am your host, Michael Clark, and I have exciting news. We're a network now, and it is a wonderful day to announce to the world that Monica Teske has also joined me. Monica, welcome hey. back to the podcast. Um, we're going to be doing everything we can to give you good content, content you can trust, content that is, you know, consumable without headphones. Mm-hmm. And so if you have suggestions, different things that you want to see us do, different things that you want us to be involved in doing, let us know. You know, we want to know that stuff. We want to hear it. We want to see what we can do. Um, you know, for me personally, you know, there's there's been a lot of politics stuff that have gone on in sports. Mm-hmm. And I honestly just want to listen to – I want to listen to analysis about the sports without bringing politics in. Yeah. Because I just think it's – I think it's ridiculous – and I think it just causes too much drama. I just want to talk about the sports. That's all I care about. Yeah, sports used to be a way to escape all the stuff and the problems of life. And I think that's what we need again. So let's do that. Detroit Lions, Monica. I'm going to say if it was a perfect pick or a panic pick, you're going to say if you loved it or leaved it. Okay. Love it or leave it. <laughs> if you would have loved, if you love it or you would have left it. There you go. Um, all, all of those, uh, what's it called? The, the letters, the same letter. Oh it, man! Whatever that is, it's there's too many of them. It's very, it's messing yes. with my head. Um, the Lions were on the clock at six. Devin Witherspoon was drafted, and the Lions immediately traded down, and then they moved to pick twelve, where Houston used to be. Arizona went, and then they traded down. You know they got yeah they got an extra second round pick out of it, and an extra third round pick. You know, not not terrible. And I do like what they did with with their second-round pick. Their first overall selection was Jameer Gibbs. I'm going to say that it is a panic pick because they could have gotten him at 18. Yeah. Also, you could have gotten Bijan Robinson at 6. And the, the, the Lions came out and said, we were thinking about taking Jameer at 6. Why? I don't know. I, I don't understand, like... Do they think that Gibbs has a better chance to be Austin Eckler than Bijan Robinson does? I mean, I this the college stats seem to bear that out. I I didn't like this pick at all. I I hated this pick. Definitely, you, definitely leave it. I'm gonna say it's a panic pick because I think they could have gotten a running but now if Jameer Gibbs comes out and is a serviceable running back, it's still not a great pick. Mm-hmm. He has to be Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley level. My my Same with B. John Robinson, to be fair. My problem with Jameer Gibbs is I feel like he's not an effective runner unless you have him very involved in the passing game. I don't know if that's an attitude problem. I don't know what, but unless he is – all like unless he's very involved in the passing game, it just doesn't seem like he cares about the running game. Yeah. And so how are how are the Lions gonna be able to distribute the ball? Is Jameer Gibbs actually gonna be able to be effective? That's just that that's my thought process on why I would leave that pick. Yeah, they come back in in round one, pick eighteen, and a lot of people said they reached for both their first round picks. Well, I know a lot of their fans because Y'all don't y'all don't know this about me, but like on Bleacher Report, I go to all of the different teams' chat rooms mm-hmm. and read what they're saying. 
to try to get a feel of what the fans think about what happened. Yeah. A lot of the Lions fans were not happy with round one. Twitter apparently thinks that I really am into the Lions because on my For You page, it has been Lions, Lions, yeah. Lions. Um, Jack Campbell, the linebacker out of Iowa, was the, was the pick here at 18. Uh, Monica, I, I'm going to say this is lowercase perfect pick. I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna allow for some failure just to be fair. Yeah, but they needed a linebacker. Alex Anzalone's contract is not going to last forever. I think he's in the last year of his deal. Malcolm Rodriguez is good, but he mm-hmm. wasn't great, and they need. I mean, you're putting a guy behind Aiden Hutchinson that is six foot five. Mm-hmm. How do you throw over that? You can't. You so can't. I'm gonna say it's a lowercase perfect just to be cautious, but I I do. I did not have a problem with them drafting him in round one. Could you, can you say that it's an overreach, but also a love it pick at the same time? Because I think he still would have been available in the second round. But yeah, as like the, I Jack Campbell to Detroit. It just it gets me very very excited about his NFL future. They must have been worried that, and every NFL team there's some gamesmanship that goes on. Like, they must have been worried Buffalo was an option. Mm-hmm. They must have been worried that uh, the Chargers were an option. The uh, Vikings, who released their linebacking core this offseason, and they're saying Brian Osamoa is going to be their starter. They must have been worried mm-hmm. that um, that individual would not have made it there. And so they overdraft him. And I said on the podcast yesterday, I do think if he were there at 32, the Steelers would have thought a lot longer about their selection and yeah. they would not have taken Joey Porter Jr. Um, but I, I, I will say he's a lowercase perfect pick and you say you love it. And yeah. that's, that's good with me. Um, round two, pick 34, Sam Laporta. Tight end out of Iowa. Back-to-back Iowa picks. Monica, love it they, or leave it? They like their uh, Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight ends, don't they? They do. I think because that's the second Iowa tight end that they have drafted. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson TJ was the Hawkinson. other. And he was a first round pick. Yeah, a couple years ago now. So he wasn't he a top ten pick? I think he was number eight. That's so, crazy. Yeah. He was B. John Robinson that year. I lowercase love. I'll say it's a perfect pick because they, they needed this. Yeah, they did. You know, should they have taken Dalton Kincaid in round one? Maybe. You know, I think there's an argument to be made that I would have rather them taken Zach Charbonnet at pick 34 um, and taken Jameer Gibb. No, I'm sorry, Zach Charbonnet at pick 34, take Dalton Kincaid at 18, and take Jack Campbell at 12. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had a problem with that. Yeah, that would have made a lot of sense. But I digress. Um, Brian Branch. I say this is a panic pick. I have a lot of mixed feelings about this. I think he was overdrafted. Mm-hmm. 45 overall. That is crazy. Now, he does provide some positional versatility. Yeah. Uh, this was also with a trade with Green Bay. I suspect that that they might use him to fill that Jeff Akuda-type role for them. Well, let's talk about that for a minute here because we've got, we got a little bit of time. We have to roll through the last few. 
they love Jeff Okuda so much they traded him away for a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess the definition of insanity being so widely accepted as doing the same thing over and over again and accepting expecting different results. If you're the Detroit Lions, you tried Jeff Okuda. It didn't work. It's not about where you drafted him. It's about he wasn't a good fit. Yeah. If he were, he'd still be on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, same is true with Devin Bush for the Steelers. Same is true with you know Paxton Lynch for the Broncos years ago. It's not about where they're picked. It's about whether they are a good fit or not. Right. And if they're not a good fit, you don't normally, normally see teams go right back to that well and draft the same exact player, just a different name. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say it was a panic pick because they needed the cornerback, and I think the corners were gone in round two, and they weren't expecting it. They knew they weren't going to get Sam Laporta past round two, pick 34. Panic pick. Yeah. Hendon Hooker, we've talked about We've gushed over him last episode perfect. with what you had done. is a perfect pick, and Love I'm going to say it's uh, – it's it's going to be, I think, the future. Now, the only thing that I would be worried about if I'm the Denver Broncos and I traded this pick away because they did. Yeah, they did. If Russell Wilson is trash this year mm. again and you don't have any way to move up to get a good quarterback. Right then that will be the first thing people are going to go to and say Sean Payton's out of touch. Yeah. And the GM doesn't know what he's doing. Because we could have had Hendon Hooker. Yeah. And you could have. We could have. But it remains to be seen. You can't say it's a bad pick right now for them Mm -hmm. to have traded that pick away. You can't say that it was a good pick for the Lions just yet. We like the fit. I love the fit. But let's get them on the the field. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's close this out real quick with the remaining three picks. Uh, Lions had a lot of picks in the top three rounds. They had, I think, a total of six selections in round one through three. Uh, that's a way to build your roster up. Yeah. You know, Broderick Martin, a defensive tackle out of Western Kentucky. I love the pick. I loved this one. And I think it's a perfect pick. Um, you, you know, give Aiden Hutchinson time to not be triple teamed. Give him time to where there's other bodies that you have to worry about. Uh, then there's Colby Sorsdahl. I'll just say it was a um a perfect pick there. You know, build the offensive lineup. I don't have a problem with that. I didn't really know anything about him when he was picked, but I came back and tried to like do some research on him after the fact. Yeah. And I became more in love with that pick. Yeah. Then finally, Antoine Green, wide receiver out of North Carolina. Um, I. Eh. You know, per- perfect pick because Jamison Williams is suspended. I don't know what. I have no idea what to say about it. Uh, yeah, I digress. All right. Well, the Green Bay Packers. Um. Wow, the Packers. I actually loved their draft overall. You know, past past round four, not so much, but their first four rounds I thought were really good. They loved a lot of people named Luke, but that's okay. Um, in their first overall selection at number 13, they took Lucas Van Ness, linebacker slash D lineman out of Iowa. Love it or leave it. I actually love it a lot more than I did the day of the draft. I'm going to say it's a perfect pick because they needed the pass rush help. And I think that they, they'll use him in the beginning as a rotational piece. I'm not saying he's this player, but there's a shot that he could be the Clay Matthews type, you know, Mm-hmm. player they've been missing 
and have been trying to replace ever since he, he got to a point where he couldn't play anymore. Pick number two in their draft was number 11 in round two, which is 42 overall. If that is confusing for you, sorry. Uh, they took Luke Musgrave, tight end out of Oregon State. I love this pick. I I I like this pick. I kind of skipping forward just a just a hair. I they have they thankfully got Tucker Craft, but whenever I saw that pick come up, I was like, "Ooh, you missed out on Tucker Craft." But they ended up coming back and getting him. I didn't think Tucker Craft was going to be available for them. Well, but to, be, to be I the that that pick I think makes the Luke Musgrave pick a lot better. What would you have rather had? Um, you know, Luke Musgrave in the second and Tucker Craft in the third. Or, you know, you take the best tackle, best wide receiver available at 42. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking the guy that you took at 50. Say they took another receiver there at mm-hmm. 42. I'm sorry, no, let me back up. What would you have rather done? Would you have rather had Luke Musgrave at 42 or Hendon Hooker at 42? Oh, And then at pick 78, Darnell Washington. Oh, that is easy. I would rather have Hendon Hooker and Darnell Washington. And though the Green Bay Packers, and I love their draft that they've done, though though they'd made good picks and though I think that they're going to be okay, their problem is going to be whether or not Hendon Hooker um, plays very well for Detroit. Mm-hmm. Because if Jordan Love does not play well this year or next year, they're in the quarterback market again. Yeah. And they did pick someone later in this draft that I don't think is going to really make a difference. Yeah. He beat out one of the guys that was drafted in round two, though, so that's an interesting that's, tidbit. That is very true. Um, Luke Musgrave, yeah, is a perfect pick. You love it. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Reed, I'm gonna say a panic pick. I don't, I don't like Jaden Reed to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I, I, the the two tight ends make me think that they're working on protecting Jordan Love. Yeah. But then they grab Jaden Reed and. I don't know how much he's actually going to help. I I don't know. I didn't like it very much. Well, and you're looking at a, a situation where Romeo Dobbs last year was good in yeah. spurts. Uh, in spurts. Christian Watson was great toward the end of the season. Yes. Showed why they drafted him where they drafted him. Jaden Reed, I mean, let me just pull up his profile here real quick so y'all can see, y'all can hear this. Jaden Reed's 5'11", 187 pounds. He's basically Romeo Dobbs. Again, yeah, Romeo Dobbs again. So I don't know what, like, you have the big-time receiver and you have another slot guy. Maybe Jaden Reed's specifically just going to be the slot. Maybe Romeo's specifically going to be in the slot. But I think there were some better players out there they could have taken. I, you know, a Jordan because Battle right there. 50 is too high to be to be grabbing someone who's just special teams. That's a good point. Tucker Craft, um, I'll say love it. I I I wonder if the Packers are going to be the first team to really bring back that two tight end set mm-hmm. and say, hey, we can have five players available 
on the field at any moment. And I think it's Tucker Craft that's really fast. And so if you have Tucker be like a blocking tight end that can, you know, squeak out into the flat. Yeah. You have a, a ton of opportunity there for Jordan Love to be protected. Um, so I'm going to say it's a perfect pick. Tucker Craft, his 40-yard at the combine was 4.69. What was uh, Musgrave's? Musgrave, let's see. Musgrave was 4.61. Yeah, so they've got two two speedy tight ends mm-hmm. that can squeak out into the flat however they want. They can have another one block. And if you're a defensive you know, coordinator, how do you defend that? Because if you're if you're yeah, looking at you it, can. you have a two tight end set that can just march up and down the field as much as they want. That's what the Patriots did do with Aaron Hernandez and, and Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, and that's what made them so successful. Yeah, and if it weren't for what ended up un- unfortunately happening with Hernandez going the way that it did, right? Brady might have won several more Super Bowls in New England because yeah. I think they would have been able to have re-signed both of them. Yeah. Because it would have just been that Hernandez would have been their second wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how he was treated anyway. Mm-hmm. And it was an unstoppable force. Oh. You, you couldn't stop New England in the red zone at yeah. all. Um, Colby Wooden, linebacker out of Auburn. Love it or leave it. I'm going to say it's a perfect pick. If, if he can be, you know, another bookend piece, mm-hmm. that would be scary to have to face off against. Uh, maybe a lowercase love it. Uh, I don't know how he's going to do in the NFC North. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. But. Well, after this, I think we can go more rapid fire. Yeah. Sean Clifford, who beat out Will Levis at Penn State. And made Levis transfer to Kentucky. Um, I'm going to say panic pick. You know, there were some better quarterbacks, I think, on the board at this point that they could have had. Tanner McKee. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hall, Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall. Panic pick. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Dontavian Wicks, wide receiver out of Virginia. Again, panic pick. Leave it. Uh, Carl Brooks, linebacker to Bowling Green. Panic pick? I don't. I don't know. I mean, what? What are you doing? Linebacker at this point is not a need anymore. You've taken two. You still have Quay Walker from last. Unless they think Quay Walker is going to keep getting thrown out of games, you know, for touching officials, then. Yeah, I. I, It doesn't make sense. Carl Brooks. I don't know. I. I don't think that makes sense at all. Anders Carlson, perfect. Uh, yeah. Perfect pick. I think, you know, Mason Crosby's not playing forever. Mm-hmm. He's getting up there. And something that people don't don't seem to understand is the impact that a rookie kicker can have. I mean, or the impact just a kicker can have on your team. Because Evan McPherson comes in for the Bengals a couple years ago, and he was a huge reason why they made it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the same was true with Harrison Butker, and the same was true with Chris Boswell when the Steelers first got him. He won games for the Steelers. There was a playoff game where we scored 18 points, he was all 18 of those points. That's crazy. So, I mean, kickers can make a huge difference. And so if your kicker is getting up there in age, go ahead and get him. Yeah, I wouldn't want to overdraft like the 49ers did, but, you know. If Anders Carlson can have a career arc similar to his brother, then he'll be just fine. He'll be just fine. Carrington Valentine, cornerback out of Kentucky. 
I indifferent. I don't. I don't know. So um, this this next pick, Lou Nichols, I actually kind of love it. Okay, so tell me why. Quickly. Quickly, I I think that he's an underrated. I think he's underrated, and I think that he will be able to. Um, he will be able to contribute to Green Bay's running game. I, they may use him as a blocker a little bit more, but right. I do think that he will be able to contribute. And that's, I mean, that's literally all they need right now because they're trying to figure out if Jordan Love is their quarterback. Yeah, Anthony Johnson Jr. safety out of Iowa State. I'll say a perfect pick. They need some safety help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Grant Dubose. Panic pick. What are you doing? I know it's two fifty six, and you're basically trying to throw some darts at the board. But if you One, really two, if, three, three receivers, three in this draft. In this draft, granted, boys, you're right. Dontavian yeah. Wicks and Jaden Reed. Take that, Aaron Rodgers. I, what I mean, what are you? <laughs> oh. Um, you have anything else to say about the Green Bay Packers draft? Uh, it felt a little disjointed. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings, you got about 10 minutes left. I'm trying to get you guys out early today. It's not like we're in school or anything, but when the bell does ring, we do have to dismiss you. But you <laughs> must wait until we dismiss you. Jordan Addison. It's a perfect pick. I love it. I hate it, but I love it. I wish against everything in this life that – Jordan Addison had been available for the Steelers because I think Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison would have been a really good fit. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that that can't still happen, you know, in a next contract that he gets. Um, I would love to uh, to see what Jordan Addison's going to be able to do, but you could almost put any receiver out there opposite of Justin Jefferson, and he should have a good season. I was about to say him op- opposite of Justin Jefferson is going to be dynamic for him. Yeah. Um, just, did you notice the, while well, we have the Minnesota draft pulled up, their first two picks were both from USC, and then their next two picks were both from huh. LSU. I just noticed that. Wow, I didn't notice that at all. And they only made five pi- or six picks in yeah, this whole six draft. Picks. So the next pick was Makai Blackman, a quarterback out of USC, and that wasn't until pick 102. Um, was this from the TJ Hawkinson trade that they had lost their second round pick? And their third, because this is a so. compensatory selection they traded for. Um, I love this pick. I'll say it's a perfect pick because we 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 found out on the most recent episode talking about fifth year options that one of their cornerbacks tragically died in a car accident. Yeah, and I was thinking it was another guy, and uh, that was an awful awful day on the podcast. But, um. <laughs> I think Makai Blackman is what you need, and I think Jay mm-hmm. Ward is also a, a perfect pick. I agree. I love that one because didn't they just lose almost all or almost all of their corners? Yeah, Patrick Peterson's gone. So, I mean, your cornerback room is depleted. You know, you get Jay Ward and Makai Blackman, I think that could be a really good, you know, bounce back. Mm-hmm. Jacqueline Roy, uh, defensive tackle out of LSU, love it. Love I, it. I, I, yeah. Know, perfect pick. It's not, it's not a um, – enticing selection at this point in the draft, but it's one of those where he could get something done for you. Yeah. Jaron Hall, perfect pick. If it, Kirk Cousins isn't going to be around forever. Oh. And Jaron Hall is someone who 
he he can slide into that role pretty easily. Yeah. And so I think that that's one of those things where he might even get some playing time this year for all we know if, if yeah. Cousins misses a game or so. Yes. Dwayne McBride, running back out of UAB, perfect pick. Uh, mitigate the loss as best as possible that you might, you know, see yourself having with Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne McBride can do that for you. Alexander Madison is not going to be the the guy. He can't be. No. Well, that is the Minnesota Vikings draft. Monica, we have covered the NFC North now. Wow. We have covered the AFC South, the NFC West, the NFC North, and we have four to five divisions total left to go. So, you have anything else to say before we close it out? I don't. All right, well, till tomorrow. Take care. Take care.